Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, podcasts, articles, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. Got a very special guest that we're going to start off the show with, and it's the newest Razorback for the Arkansas Razorbacks. The quarterback, the man, Ben Hicks. And we'll get into that in just a second. But first, just to set it up, it was the big news that he decided to transfer into the Razorback football program. Uh, it was a rumor that he might be the most obvious connection dealing with the fact that he's been able to play with Chad Morris at SMU there for a little bit. He's also SMU's all-time leading passer. So it's a guy that's not afraid of putting up a lot of numbers, but can he handle the SEC life? And that's exactly what we're going to get into with Ben Hicks right now. Right now, it's us to the phone lines as we welcome in the newest member of the Razorback football team, Ben Hicks, the grad transfer quarterback from SMU. There's a lot of things that we definitely want to ask him about and get to. Ben, really appreciate you joining us this morning. How you doing, man? I'm good, sir. How about yourself? Uh, we're doing really well. Congratulations on your decision to play for the Razorbacks. And let's just start right there. What made you decide that Arkansas was the best fit to take your talents over to Fayetteville? Uh, just, just the opportunity to to play for Coach Morris and um, his staff again, and um, you know, I really enjoyed my visit. And, and when I left, it just felt like it was something, or you know, an opportunity I couldn't, I couldn't let pass. So I'm really excited. Well, that's got to be kind of a weird thing, right? To play for Chad Morris at SMU, then him leave for Arkansas, then you leave SMU for Arkansas. It's like a crazy deja vu. It's got to be right. Yes, sir. It's 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 interesting how it worked out, but you know, I think it's for the best. So. Well, let's talk about Chad Morris. Obviously, he had a tough go in his first season at Arkansas going 2-10, and 10, and fans are just waiting on him to take him to that next level. What is it about Chad Morris that you appreciate and you love so much as a quarterback, and what makes you think that he'll be able to get it done at a high level at Arkansas? Well, we, you know, we saw it at SMU. First year, wasn't, first year at SMU wasn't great, but just gradually got better and better, and I think that's exactly what um, what he'll be able to do and what I, what I hope to do when I, when I come to Arkansas. And, um, I just think, you know, he'll he'll gradually get the program better and better. And um, you know, I think Arkansas Arkansas fans should be excited about having having him in Arkansas and um, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to this season. It's gonna be a lot of fun to get back to work with those guys and um I'm I'm real excited. So one of the things that uh, we always find interesting is we only get to see Chad Morris when he's behind the podium doing a press conference or whatnot in a game. But what's it like to work with him day in and day out with that routine as a quarterback? Obviously, he's a great offensive mind, but what is that like? Take us in the ins and outs of what it's like to work with him on the day-to-day basis. You know, Coach Morris is a real, real smart guy. Um, you know, he understands football. He understands quarterbacks. Um, he's got high energy. He's always – He's always juiced up and ready to go, and um, you know that energy kind of feeds over into the team. Um, you know, I had a blast working with him at SMU, and um, you know, I, I know it's going to be the same in Arkansas. So, um, he's a great guy, um, high energy at all times, and like we said, he knows his quarterbacks, and he's had a lot of success with quarterbacks. So, um, you know, looking forward to to, to having a successful year um, in Arkansas with him. Speaking with Ben Hicks, the newest quarterback to the Arkansas Razorback football team right now on the show. Ben, another question I want to get into is about the the guys around you, because obviously Arkansas has some new freshman wide receivers coming in with their great recruiting class for the 2019 year. They have some running backs that are established. It's about the offensive line. It's always about who you're going to be throwing to, handing off to, and blocking in front of you. 
So what do you know about the guys that you're going to be playing around? What do you, what do you make of that situation that you're going to be in? You know, um, watched a few games this year. I know they have a great running back core. Um, I know they're extremely high on, on those guys, and then they're extremely high on the, the, the freshman receivers that they signed. So, um, you know, got to talk to a few guys this weekend on my visit. Um, I know they're excited about the staff and what um, all the good things that are, are to come with Coach Morris. And, um, you know, you could you could feel the, the energy and the excitement um, with those guys. And, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to working with all of them. Yeah, take us through your visit, Ben. Did they do anything special for you? Did they just sit you down and tell you what it's going to be about? Did they take you to a, a nice seafood dinner? I mean, what was your visit like when you made it to Fayetteville? Well, I, you know, I got there kind of around 2 o'clock on um, Saturday. Um, was able to sit down with Coach Morris and talk ball for – or actually Coach Coach Craddock and talk ball for a while and, um, you know, showed me around. Um, and then Coach Morris uh, got back in town about 4.30 and went over to the basketball game and we were able to – um, kind of get a feel with the environment and the fans and obviously a great fan base. Um, so I was able to see that at the basketball game and, you know, that got me really excited. Um, and then went to dinner um, after that and had a great dinner, you know, got to got to sit down and talk and, and, and you know, talk about things from SMU and things that he thinks we can do at, at Arkansas. So, um, you know, the visit was great. You know, I love Fayetteville and, um, you know, I'm looking forward to get up there as soon as possible. All right, so it's going to be a quite a jump, I'm sure you know, going from the AAC to the SEC. I mean, it's a whole new animal, especially in the SEC West. You're you're an older guy. You're going to be coming in with a lot of experience, but to go into the SEC and making that jump, how do you feel about that, and are you confident in yourself that you'll be able to step right in and be able to compete? Oh, I'm excited. You know, playing in the SEC was something I always dreamed about as a kid. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously the best. Um, conference in the country and you know to be the best you got to beat the best and I'm I'm excited for the opportunity to play in that conference in such a such a great conference and um, you know it's a test for myself and um, I'm excited about the opportunity and um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. All right Ben real quick before we let you get out of here since the Razorback fans are just now getting to know you is there anything out there that you want to let the Razorback fans know that's something about you that not many people know what they want to expect or need to expect once Ben Hicks goes out on the field and takes those snaps for the Razorbacks? Uh, um, you know, I'm a high-energy guy. You know, I love football. Um, it, it's been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. And, um, you know, I'm always going to play really hard. I'm going to compete hard every every day. So um, I'm excited and, uh, you know, we'll pick. And there you have it, Whooping. There you go, Razorback fans. He's ready. Ben Hicks, the former SMU quarterback, now the newest addition to the Arkansas Razorback football team. Really appreciate you joining us, Ben. Again, congratulations on your decision. Good luck this season. I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road, my man. Yes, sir. Look forward to talking soon. Thank you. So there you have it, the interview with Ben Hicks, the newest addition to the Arkansas Razorback football team. It's going to be interesting to see what he can do. Obviously, he's a kid that's very excited about his opportunity to play with Chad Morris and to play with this Razorback team. The question becomes, uh, is Arkansas better now than they were yesterday at the quarterback position? I believe they are. But how good are they? How good can they be with Ben Hicks? Let's just hope that he can be better than what Arkansas could do at the quarterback position last year. And if he is... I think that that's the greatest step in the right direction that you can possibly have, especially with some really talented and quality quarterbacks waiting in the wings behind Ben Hicks in the 2020 season.
You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. A few of you had some questions for me on Twitter, and I was going to go ahead and uh, get those to you as quickly as possible and as greatly as possible, as long as my dog keeps chewing on my leg. It's fine. No big deal. So, all right, let's go ahead and get into some of these questions. This comes from Marcus. He says, what's going to happen when Neighbors makes the women's NCAA in year two and Anderson misses the NCAA tournament in year eight? I'm assuming you mean Mike Neighbors and not John Neighbors. Yeah, I think we're a pretty safe bet on that one. You know, I don't think anything's going to happen in that regard. I mean, what could possibly be different? What could change everything? What's going to make the biggest difference? And if Mike Neighbors makes it or if he doesn't make it or if Mike Anderson makes it, if he doesn't make it, I don't think it has any bearing on anything. I mean, seriously, what, what can you say about one program and the other? I don't think they need anything together, but I do think that when people start to see the success that what Mike Neighbors has, and then with trying to compare it to Mike Anderson, it's going to make people raise a lot of eyebrows and say, okay, he has that success, so why can't the Razorback basketball team inside do the same thing with somebody else? Go out and get the right guy. You thought Jimmy Dykes was the right guy. He was a disaster. You thought T- Tom Collin was the guy, or, or Susie Gardner. I mean, hasn't been the change, but you know what? He kept making changes. He kept doing things until you figured it out. And once you figured it out, it made all the difference in the world. So that would be the only thing that I could really see coming from something where it deals with uh, Mike Anderson, but that's about it. This one comes from Colton. He says, what are the chances this team makes the tournament percentage-wise? What do you have? What do you have to see out of this team to feel like they can make the tournament? Well, I'm telling you right now, percentage-wise, I am putting it at – probably going to go higher than what most people think. I'm still putting it at a 40% chance that they make the NCAA tournament. And the main reason why we have that is because we do things, at least looking at Arkansas, we do things where we like to break it down and say, all right, well, here's how many games they got to win. Here's the here's the number they got to hit. Here, here's what they got to do. And that's not necessarily the case anymore when it comes to the new ranking system in NCAA basketball. Now it's more about, okay, what do you do in the teams that you're supposed to beat, margin of victory? What do you do as far as the road games, which road games you put a huge emphasis on? You know, what are these things going on? And here's and it's always about Mike Anderson finding ways to fall backwards into the NCAA tournament because his team gets it going at the right time, late in conference play. I think that he has done it every single year that he's been in Arkansas, and I don't see why they won't do it again this year where they will get it going. I still feel like, though, that if you're just taking the team for what it is, this is not an NCAA tournament team. I can't sit there and look at the roster, look at the stats, look at everything, and just say, yep, right here, this is uh, this is an NCAA tournament team right here. I-, I don't think that's the case. I think that if they're going to become an NCAA tournament team, we have got to see more consistency from – a lot of players like Mason Jones and like Isaiah Jones, like Daniel Gafford, they got to go out and get theirs. So we got to see Jalen Harris be able to give a lot of assist each game. But the biggest thing is just about free throws. They got to make free throws when they matter the most. Plain and simple. You can't have it to where you're missing free throws in clutch situations as many times as Arkansas has. I mean, that is what's keeping them from being nearly undefeated, if not undefeated, right now, is free throws. Every game's been close. Every game you've been in position to take it, and you haven't because of your poor free throw shooting, especially down the stretch. It's unbelievable, and it's got to be nauseating if you're a Razorback fan. If they just had somebody on this team that was as good of a free throw shooter as Daryl Macon, I think it would have made all the difference, but they don't right now. 
So now they're clamoring. They're trying to find somebody, some way, somehow to be able to make a difference. All right, this one comes from BWH. We'll go with this. He says, why do we not hear more about how far Brett Bielma has set the program back? It seems like no one ever really wants to talk about it that much. Is it because the local media liked him? Well, BWH, you probably haven't been listening to the Morning Rush as much. And I don't know, I don't, maybe I haven't dived into it as much on this podcast. But I'm telling you right now, you hear it from me all the time. I even talked about it on this morning's show. And about Brett Bielma and how badly he has set back the Razorback football program. He d- torpedoed it and destroyed it in a way that's I don't think any other coach could possibly do. Houston Nutt never did this much damage. John L. Smith never did this much damage. I mean, I mean, Danny Ford never did this much damage. Even the guy that got fired from the Citadel, Jack Crow, he never had this much damage. It just seems like you were in a put in a position and got put so far behind the eight ball due to laziness, poor recruiting, poor coaching, poor development, and overall just giving up and cashing in your checks, like what you had with Brad Bielma, that the reason you went 2-10 and 10 last year, I'm not saying Chad Morris is free from any criticisms, but you went 2-10 and 10 last year because mainly of the situation Brad Bielma put you in. And it wasn't even just lacking of talent, it was lacking of responsibility, accountability, especially by some of the players that were left over. I mean, think about it. Think about some of the players he left over and some of the attitudes and behaviors that they had. There was, they didn't want to buy into Chad Morris. They didn't care about buying. They wanted all sunshines and rainbows and everyone loving each other. They, went, they didn't want to be held accountable the way that they needed to be held accountable to be a great SEC football team. They didn't want it. And so now Chad Morris is having to deal with that where he's changing the culture, changing the attitude, changing everything, including the players. And that's something that a lot of people have to understand and have to get over. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to take a long time to finally get to it. But once they do and once they get it going with Chad Morris, I think it'll all be fine. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving into the final segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast, I had a few late additions when it comes to the questions that people were asking from the from the Twitter side of things. And this one comes from the typical sports fan. He says, is making the NIT something a program like Arkansas should be happy with in year eight of a coaching tenure? No. No, you shouldn't be happy with it. I don't think anybody should be happy with the way the season has gone so far. And if Mike Anderson misses the NCAA tournament, I don't think anyone should be happy with it. The expectation needs to be greater. The expectation for the Arkansas Razorback basketball program needs to be the NCAA tournament every year or at least more often than not. You understand that bad seasons happen. Turnover happens. Nolan Richardson, the great Nolan Richardson, had years where he didn't make the NCAA tournament. It was very few and far between, but he had years where it didn't happen. And I think it needs to be the same standard across the board. There are teams that make it to the NCAA tournament year in and year out. Why can't Arkansas be that team? They should be one of those teams. They have enough talent. They have enough ability. They have enough support. They have all the all the amenities that you could possibly want in order to make it happen, but they yet to make it happen for whatever reason. So they absolutely should not be happy making it to the NIT, but every, every season's different. Everything needs to be taken differently, and we'll see how it plays out. And finally, uh, this one comes from Harshith. He says, talk Hicks, please, and what he needs to do at a minimum for us. Well, as you listen to the interview, he's really excited about coming to Arkansas, and obviously he's excited about playing for Mark Chad Morris. I think that there's a few things that you can take from it as far as what he needs to do. What he needs to do is just come in and be a quarterback who understands the offense and puts his guys in the best position to be successful. Doesn't turn the ball over a lot, takes care of the ball, makes good decisions, and runs the offense effectively. That's the biggest thing. 
Ty Story could not run this offense effectively. Cole Kelly could not. But the fact that Ben Hicks has plenty of experience with Chad Morris, he knows all about him, he knows what it's like to be successful under him, I think it's the best situation for both parties. Now, I don't know if Ben Hicks is going to be the greatest quarterback to ever play at Arkansas. I don't know what he's going to be able to do in year one. Playing in the SEC rather than the ACC is a completely different ball game, and he understands that. He knows that, but he's excited about it. But again, it comes back to, is the quarterback room better now than it was yesterday before Ben Hicks had committed, before he had signed with Arkansas? And I think yes. And as long as it's better, as long as there's some positives you can take from it, then it's all going to be good for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Appreciate everybody listening into the podcast today. Excuse me. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. And we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 